Did I hang in there? That's Smiley Kaufman for 61. Wow. I'm Smiley Kaufman, and this is The Smiley Show. Day three of our Open Championship Journal. Uh, it was an uh, eventful moving day. There were definitely a lot of movers, but the name at the top of the leaderboard stayed the same. Brian Harmon started the day with a five-shot lead and ended the day with a five-shot lead, uh, although the the list of names beneath him, the chasing pack, grew a little bit more robust. So, Smiley, let's just start with, um, as we have the last couple of days, course conditions, because uh, it looked like the, the day began with the winds we'd seen on Thursday and Friday had switched in the opposite direction. And we, and I know you noted yesterday that, that some of the winds, especially on the back nine made it difficult to play certain shots. And with those winds kind of switching, maybe it was a more favorable scenario that led to some of this lower scoring, but then about midway through the day, they switched back and, and they really kind of died in a lot of different places. So just your, your, your uh, thoughts on, on the way the course played, the way the conditions were and, uh, I know you said uh, at the beginning of the week, Mike Tirico, we had no idea uh, what the forecast was going to look for us for Sunday. If that's if that's shaping up at all, what we can expect for tomorrow. Yeah, we still have no idea what tomorrow holds as far as the <laughs> forecast. Nobody really knows. They think it could be local flooding. They think it might be not quite as bad. So when it comes to tomorrow, I think there's still question marks on what type of weather we are going to face. But you did mention all of the wind uh, and I'll kind of start with the morning stuff and it was a Southeast wind, which is 180 degree difference to what the guys face the first two days, making the back nine playing, I'd say much easier, especially 10, 12, 14, 16, all holes that, you know, guys at some point were maybe in six, five, four irons into that. They were having wedges into this morning, which is a massive difference when we're talking about elevated greens and being able to just keep the ball on the green. So that was a huge difference. And John Rahm was the guy to really take advantage of it. He was able to really, you know, he never really got it going the first two days, just a little bit off, but man, he, he had the perfect tee time to be able to go post something. And yeah, it was, it was really impressive to see what he did uh, shooting a 63, really putting himself squarely in the mix. And I think, it'll just kind of be based off of what Brian Harmon is going to do on Sunday. And, um, you know, I thought he got off to a shaky start, but really settled in nicely. I think the conditions for him really, it was helpful that he didn't have to play in the wind and the rain, the rest of the day, the first five holes definitely had to fight the elements a little bit. It kind of got a little better as the day went on. And then it really got super easy to be honest it was zero wind and you know I, I would say the temperature was probably around 65 degrees or so so it wasn't it was perfect scorable conditions and I thought Brian Harmon was able to manage his game pretty well made a long putt on the back nine that kind of kept the round going um but yeah it's uh you know it's it's his to lose at this point yeah, I mean, Brian Harmon, as you kind of noted, he bogeys one, he bogeys four. It looks like he might slip a little bit, but then he bounces right back with uh, a birdie on the fifth. It could have been an eagle, narrowly missed that long putt. And then birdies nine, 12, and 13. And, and uh, an impressive save at, at 18 after kind of uh, playing a little bit of an adventure of a hole, blocking that drive out to the left. And then uh, that the punchy hit with the sandwich, I think we all were nervous there for a second. It was going to skirt through and go OB on the other side. But then, uh, you know, kind of makes a par there 
there and, and, and retains that five shot lead. And I think he's done well all week is he's gained, um, you know, a little bit more than nine strokes, uh, putting, which is first against the field. And so he's, he's talked a lot about, he has an active mind. He is, you know, he, he, he noted it in his, in his, uh, interview right after his round of just, uh, you know, it, it's hard to not sort of be nervous out there in this moment, you know, leading a, a major championship. And I'm sure that's something he's going to think about tonight. You know, if you're in Brian Harmon's position, you know, what are you trying to do to kind of make sure you know, you don't give away this tournament tomorrow, but at the same time, you know, there's going to be a list of, of guys who can make up some ground, especially if the conditions are favorable. You know, what sort of mindset do you think he needs to take into Sunday? Yeah, just one goal in mind, really, and that's to not hit it in any pot bunkers. I think if he does that tomorrow, <laughs> that's fair. that's a I think he'll win the golf tournament if he doesn't hit it in one pot bunker. And he can play conservative tomorrow because of his five shot lead. I, I really think. Um, he's kind of afforded himself the right to do that. What makes somebody go come catch you? Um, and there are definitely going to be chasers that he's going to have to deal with at some point tomorrow. And he's going to have to hit a big shot somewhere on the front nine to really keep his foot down on the pedal and that, that it's going to be his tournament. And I'll say this as well with Brian, you know, one of the things that I've noticed about his game, um, he's a great putter, great short game. And a very good iron player can play a tight draw. So we know what he what he what he does on the golf course is is more than good enough to win tomorrow. But the other thing that I've noticed is he takes a lot of looks over the golf ball. And so yeah. you kind of mentioned the mental game. So can he keep that same routine? You know, it, I know it maybe is a, a thing that he's always done. I've I've never really Notice that he that it's that it's been this many looks at times, and we didn't really talk about it on the broadcast. I just kind of noticed it, um, probably this year a little bit more so than other years in the past. So I think we'll have to be look out for that tomorrow to see if that you know if he's able to pull the trigger. Uh, you know, a consistent you know it's not it's it's not bad to take a bunch of looks at the hole, and there's been plenty of great players to be able to do that and still remain focused. You know, you just got to make sure that you're not doing it too many times where it's starting to bother you and you start to notice it's like, wait, why have I not hit this golf shot yet? Of the chasing pack, we have we now have Cam Young and solo second. Uh, he shot a 66 a day. He is at seven under. Uh, John Rahm, of course, shot a course record 63 at Royal Liverpool uh, today to to move from two over to six under. Uh, and then you have Victor Hovland, uh, who also shot a 66 to to get to five under. Uh, you know, of that group of names, I think Rahm's the obvious one. Uh, you know, who could potentially chase him down, chase Harmon down, especially you know after we just watched him shoot a 63. But uh, who do you like? out of that pack of course we had cam young in the in the final group last year uh, at st andrews yeah i i would probably lean towards cameron young just looking at his stats his td green stats are just absurd he's according to data golf he's 4.47 t to green he's picking up which is first in the field his approach to approach to the green is also first in the field picking up 2.73 i mean it's just stupid numbers that he's i mean he's putting on an absolute clinic with the ball striking it's actually very similar to what we're accustomed to seeing with scotty shuffler stats because he's he's uh losing 0.75 on the greens putting so if he can just get a hot putter tomorrow and continue the the uh the impressive ball striking that he's that he's had the first three days he's going to definitely put some pressure on Brian Harmon, because most likely if you, if Cameron Young is, is 
consistently hitting good golf shots, then Brian Harmon might be pressing a little bit at times looking at, well, Brian Harmon's going to be hitting first all day. Let's, let's get real. Cameron Young is going to be passing seeds past Brian Harmon's drive. So we, so Cameron Young will definitely have something to look at on the green, but yeah, I would say him, but then you got Rom and Hovland, you know, in the group behind who they just got to make noise up there. So that'll mm. be the thing for them too, is, is to try to feed off of each other and make some noise. And, you know, it's hard to see much past, you know, those two guys. I just think it's a four horse race at this point, unless, you know, especially the weather, if Brian Harmon somehow goes out and shoots a six over par, then it brings in all the three under par guys like where Roy McRoy sitting. You uh, had had the the smiley show all time vibes group today. Sep Straka, Minwoo Lee, uh, of course, Sep joined the show uh, after his uh, most recent win. And, and Minwoo was one that uh, we'd love to have joined the show. Uh, Minwoo, when he was walking up 18, I couldn't quite make out what it was on the broadcast, but he was kind of pointing at the crowd, pumping him up. What was what was happening there between Minwoo <laughs> and the crowd? Yeah, everybody, everybody yells at Minwoo out there. They go, woo. <laughs> like <Min Woo. laughs> yeah so everybody's uh he's a, he's a fan favorite out there and uh i showed up on 15 fairway with those guys and min Woo saw my he i walked up and and min Woo said man you're a sight for sore eyes i hadn't had anything happen good today and this is the best thing that's happened to me all day oh. and then he birdies 15 and 16 almost birdied 17 and should have birdied 18 so uh, and then I got to talk to Sep a little bit. We were just kind of chit-chatting as Minwoo was hitting a, um, a shot into the green. And actually Sep helped me with a call on 15. I was like, can, can Minwoo get this there? He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was a, <laughs> he had a two iron out. Cause I was thinking maybe he's just trying to like a placement deal. Cause nobody had really gotten it to 15 today, the par five. He's like, oh yeah, he's hit some two irons past my three woods today. Wow. That guy absolutely roast the ball. And uh, look at that. He's respecting the fact that you're, you might be the good luck charm. You know, he, he, he must know we're on board. We're on the Minwoo train. Um, the other group you followed today, uh, Rory McIlroy and Max Homa, Rory shoots a two under 69. Uh, something that I saw on the broadcast, you told me this is correct or if I, ha- or I, if I have this wrong, it looked like he was missing a lot of his putts left. Did you see anything there specifically with, with that part of his game or, or just in general? What what sort of a how would you characterize the day that, that Rory had today? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I really do think he could have shot in something around what John Rom shot. That's how mm. well he hit it. And that's how good of a start he got out to. He hit he hit it inside of 10 feet the first five holes and hit every single green on the front nine, gave himself a great look on pretty much every hole in the front nine. And at worst, he should have shot in five under. It was it was really impressive how well Rory was hitting the golf ball and how much control he had um, into crosswinds and, and being able to hit it pin high and give himself such good looks. It was, you know, pretty deflating. The crowd was so hyped for him in the first mm. hour. And once he just could not make the putts, it just, you know, the air was kind of coming out of the balloon as we went and the energy just never was able to kind of pick back up again. And what I saw in his putting, yes, maybe some left misses. Uh, I didn't see it as as a trend quite as much because there were different breaking. A lot of times mm-hmm. it was like right to left one hole, then it was left to right the next hole. So maybe there's a trend with that in the left stuff. But, you know, what I saw with the putter, it, typically when he makes putts, I can see his like chest open up a little bit where his left shoulder kind of works more around him. And mm. today I saw... 
it seemed like the club shaft was was working a little bit more towards the hole and his left shoulder was going more up, which in that case for me, I would think that that would cause a lot of pushes. Um, but that's just kind of what I saw when he's making a lot of putts. I can kind of see that club or the butt of his club kind of return back to him a little bit more instead of like his old putting stroke. He had a lot of the, the shaft moving past his head. So picture just your hands and arms kind of moving away in the butt of the club, kind of not returning back towards your belly button, but he's kind of changed that. And especially with the face balance spider putter that he has now, it's, it's better for that to kind of return more back to you. Um, So I think that typically would cause more pushes in that case. So I, I don't really know if that, if my theory is right on that, because, you know, unless he's catching it on the heel and the face is getting a little twisted, um, the ball still was rolling. Like it, it had, it just never looked like he was able to get it on started online because he just wasn't staying down on putts very long where immediately after he hit, it just never seemed like even from the putts that he had inside of 15 feet, 10 feet, it just never really felt like he thought they should have gone in. Hmm. Like he wasn't complaining, you know, it was just like, right. I don't know if he's just reading him bad um, or just not getting his hitting his start lines. You know, that was the one thing I saw in his putting that like other weeks I can tell immediately that it's like, wow, this ball's hunting quick. And he just looks a little off um, this week with the putter. It's amazing. I mean, really to think that two of the guys who are hitting the ball is as good as you could possibly hit it in the game right now, Rory and Scotty, both going through the same thing on a green. So definitely want to keep an eye on, you know, whether it's a, a technique thing or, or a reading thing or, or, you know, yeah. whatever it is for Rory, you know, see if, if he can get, get the ship right a little bit tomorrow. He's nine shots off the lead, but uh, wouldn't that be a comeback if he could get back in the mix there as we come down the stretch. So that's all for our, uh, our day three journal. And we will of course here be back here tomorrow for the final round of the 151st open championship. We will see you then. The Smiley Show is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast.